Let's get scratching. We got an explosive broadcast coming to you. Listen up. Sega games, just keep playing them. Sega! We're back. It's the Sega Bit Swing Report Show. Get ready for Sega interviews and news. Hello and welcome to the Sagabit Swing and Report Show. I'm Barry, and no, your eyes are not deceiving you. This is an audio-only installment. There's no video component. But what I want to do is present to you the audio for you podcast listeners out there of a panel that I was honored to moderate over this past weekend. I was at the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam Remix Convention just outside Atlanta, Georgia, and... I was moderating the Shenmue and Sega Arcade All-Stars panel where I was speaking to Corey Marshall, who played Ryo Hazuki, Liesl Wilkerson, who played Joy, and then Eric Kelso, who played Ren, and they play several other characters both in the Shenmue franchise and in Sega Arcade hits. I, I go through the whole list in my introduction, which you'll hear in a moment, but I just have to say that it was just an honor and a privilege to speak to them. Um... I never would have thought, and I told Corey Marshall this after we got off the stage, I said I never would have thought that I would be playing this game in high school, you know, this game that I love so much, and then 20-something years later I'm sharing the stage with the voice actors, interviewing them for a reunion panel, the first time they've all been together since they worked on the games. So without further ado, let's throw it over to me. I hope you enjoy this, and I'll be back again on the Swing and Report show live. I'm hoping later this month I want to do a Sonic uh, year in review because there's been so much cool stuff happening with my other favorite franchise, Sonic the Hedgehog. So I do hope you'll join me for that on YouTube. And in the meantime, here is the panel. I like it. I'm used to it. That's because I've talked to you before, so you're you're all like familiar. Yes, and I'm the bratty sister. That's true. That's true. All right, we're kicking off then. So welcome to the Shenmue and Arcade All-Stars Voice Actors Panel. Hold your applause. I'm Barry from the website segabits.com, and you may have seen me or heard me and my co-host George on the Segabits YouTube channel talking Sega games and consoles on Sega Talk and interviewing industry and community talent on the Swing and Report show podcast for the past 10 plus years. Uh, one guest today who is no stranger to my ramblings is Liesl Wilkerson. Who loves also to ramble. Thank you for having me, Barry son. <laughs> Liesl is an interpreter, cultural consultant, radio and TV host, and voice actor. She currently hosts the podcast Adventures of a Blonde Geisha. Yay! Any listeners here? Well, there will be after this, for sure. Raise your hands even if you're not listening. It's okay. <laughs> Her list of Sega All-Star voices include Virtua Fighter's Sarah Bryant, Crazy Taxi's Gina, as well as various customers, Kate Allen from the Sega-developed and Nintendo-published F-Zero GX and AX, and I think we're all here for female volleyball player in Beach Spikers. Right? Apparently, yes. Let's hear... Which I... There you go. I was also a volleyball player, so maybe they even were inspired. That could be it. And then, oh, no, wait, no, no, no. we're here for Shenmue 2. She voiced oh, right. Hong, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher these, Hong Shu Ying. There we yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. Yuan and Yuan. Joy. Yes. So that's Liesl. Next up, we have at the end Eric Kelso. Eric is a voice Woo! actor. All the way from his arms are tired from flying from Japan. He is a voice actor, director, presenter, and producer. He has provided a variety of voices for TV, film, radio, and video games. But as far as our focus for today, Eric has voiced Virtua Fighter's Jackie Bryant. Yeah! Come on! Captain Falcon and other racers in F-Zero GX and AX. And in Shenmue, he voiced... Masuyuki Fukuhara, also known as the lovable Fuku-san. Yeah, real. Uh, be 
careful. <laughs> and Chen Guizong in yeah. Shenmue 2, and he also voiced Wu Ying That's Ren. Right. Yeah. So Woo! let's hear it for Eric. Yeah. And then... Money, I'm talking money. <laughs> rounding out the Shenmue 2 trio is Corey Marshall. Corey is an actor and voice actor professional who is synonymous with the role of Ryo Hazuki in all three Shenmue games. Corey has a background in dance, attending the State University of New York at Purchase, which is where he auditioned and won the role. I think it was the dancing that really got you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the dancing. Dancing real. So before we get before we get into Shenmue 2, let's jump back to all of your first voice acting roles at Sega. So starting off with Eric, you voiced Jackie Bryant in 1996's Virtua Fighter 3. Is that the first one? <laughs> I guess yes. so. Yeah. Correct me if I'm he wrong. He says it. I, I trust yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, so was this your earliest role in a Sega game? Um, I could have been. I think that's I, right. I think that's right. I don't always know. Uh, the makers of the game. Sometimes we just get called in to do voices for games, and we don't always know who who the business behind it. Mm. <clears throat> um, or the but, title. Or the title. <laughs> um, and we're not even, you know, there's a lot of, we have, Liesl and I were just talking earlier, <clears throat> but I'd say probably 20% of the games that we've voiced, um, we're, we're not credited so on great. the credits. Yeah. We don't know the title. They don't give us any credit. It's just all top secret at the time they're making them. Yeah. And then uh, nobody gets around to really telling us or crediting us. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but, I, but it sounds like that would have been right because I know that was recorded at Sega Studios in Otori. Yeah. And I know that was with um, Suzuki-san. Hmm. Oh, wow. So how and did you get the initial role? Like, obviously, <clears throat> you went to them, correct? Or were you a my, part of a, They uh, went to my agency. agency. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, the way it works is you sign up with various agents <clears throat> and you give your kind of profile and most importantly your, your voice demo. <clears throat> and then they shop you around or where people just kind of come to them. They have to shop and <clears throat> companies, you know, whether it's Sega or Namco or something like that, they would go to the voice agents and say, um, we're looking for people for these different kinds of characters. And they go, well, these are the different people we have who can do those kinds of characters. And then they listen to the voice samples, and they go like, oh, yeah, okay, that guy would be good for Jackie. That probably is what they said for me. <clears throat> and then they call me in, and, they, and then you get the part. You don't have to audition, because your voice demo, recorded voice, is your audition. Right. And so I just went to the studio, and they showed me a picture of Jackie, and they said, this is the guy. He's this 20-year-old cocky race car driver. And I gave them some voices. I think the first time I get the first voice I gave them was something a little more like a Ren kind of voice, or a little bit rough. And they said, "No, he's he's young. He's young and cocky." Hmm. And so I just kind of give him a higher voice and kind of. And they go, "Okay, a little bit more, a little bit more." And then it became kind of like this. And it's like, "Yeah, come on! <laughs> you can't beat me!" You know. That's awesome. And, so. Uh, what, what I was, feel like I'm standing still or something like that. So many different interesting lines Jackie had. So what was so, the process like? Would they give you like a list of like needs? So like we need like damage, like victory <clears throat> punch. Exactly. Um, you have the vocal, vocal lines that you give. And then you have a lot of um, just reaction sounds and exertion sounds. And um, it's, it's interesting. Some of them will say like... Um, you know, that you're punching, you know, say like a light punch, medium punch, heavy punch, kick, whatever. And you'd give them, you know, three or four versions of that, and then they go, okay, yeah, okay, we got at least one we like. Um, but then some of them, like, especially the receiving ones, are kind of funky because it's like quick kick to the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Right. Haven't been kicked in the head before, but okay. <laughs> And that's a sharp kick to the head. I'm like, all right, what's the difference between those? And so, so, so some of them, you're really, you, you just have to stand there. And, you know, I mean, Corey and I, especially, we did a lot of work together in the studio. So we're like standing there next to each other. And we're, you know, when it's running, we're like running. 
And like when we were handcuffed together, we're like holding our arms yeah, up right. like this. And our arms are getting so tired, but we got to do it because that's, that's giving credence to the character. They can feel it. If we, if we feel the pain, they'll feel the pain. Right, because you know? people forget that Corey was not in any fighting games per se, but Shenmue in and itself has the fighting game mechanic within it. So you're not only yeah. doing a, uh, almost a RPG or free game, but you're also doing a fighting game within that. Yeah, so and that's... so sometimes you're giving your hits, sometimes you're receiving hits, and sometimes it's just pain or dying or whatever they need. Right. And that's really a workout. How long does that recording process take for like one game? Um, it depends on the game, but yeah. mostly that will take a couple hours just for that one thing right. of just ah, yeah, kind of thing. Yes, yeah. Um, and then the dialogue is what takes longer. I see. And... Uh, the, the, the thing with um, Virtua Fighter is there wasn't a lot of dialogue, like in Shenmue or something, but it was, uh, so we, I think we recorded that in one day Yeah. for, the, for the, the, the Virtua Fighter. Wow. Were you together in the sessions, or were you aware of always, each other? Always uh, alone. Always alone. He was aware of me. Oh. <laughs> I was aware. I could smell her as she I'm left the, the studio. One in the family. That's true. I'm that's the true. One in the well, I think Liesel wants us to talk about her now. So <laughs> always. <laughs> Liesel, so and correct me if I'm wrong again, Liesel, your earliest role in a Sega game appears to be Crazy Taxi. Correct. In yes. which you played well, once more, from what I know. From what she knows, yes. <laughs> uh, you played Gina. Yes. So how did you land that role and what was the recording process like for that compared to a fighting game? Crazy Taxi was crazy. Just kidding. Um, it was a lot of fun because actually one of the companies that was casting for Crazy Taxi is a guy who is considered to be almost like the Ryan Seacrest of radio in Tokyo. Wow. His name is Chris Pepler, and it was yeah. his Chris Pepler. Remember? It was like his Chris, Chris Pepler, Pepler office. Great voice. Yes. Room. Hello. Welcome to Tokyo Hot 100. But he's also kind of a mentor of mine. Like I, because I came from radio, and so I started working in radio with him when I was like 18. Um, and then he was in charge of this, and his manager reached out to me and said, "Hey, we're casting for this. We'd like you to come in." I'm like, "Oh yeah, totally awesome." And I get there, and it's like Brian Burton Lewis, who does Axel. Who, fun fact, which I've told some of you, I grew up with. Mm. So that was kind of bizarre. I, I babysat him. And he was the voice of the, the like the, the carnival narrator. barker too, yes. or whatever. Like, hey, 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 come on over, have some fun. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. So it was kind of all. It was almost already like this family mm. atmosphere. Like Mibu, who's also in it, is another really good friend of mine for radio. There were a lot of radio people mm. in that game actually. Okay. Um, so for me, it was just an incredible experience. Um, and then the first time I heard Crazy Taxi, and I mentioned, I think, to a few of you, but I was on a date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yes, in yeah. Tokyo. A crazy and date. A crazy date. <laughs> yes. So he came to pick me up. I just finished DJing, and he came to pick me up. And he's, we were going to go see a movie. He's like, hey, I want to go to an arcade, you know, because he's a big gamer. I'm going to go to an arcade. There's, like, this really cool game I'm really into now. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. So I go in. But once more, as Eric was saying earlier, like, we do one project, and then we kind of forget about it because we also are not given information. So a lot of times we don't know the title or anything about the game. We just go in there, do our thing, and then we forget about it. So I had forgotten about it. And so I'm there, and I'm watching him play this game, and I'm listening and going, man, that voice sounds really familiar. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's me! And I freaked out. And I was like, DJ, we have to go, we have to go! And so we ran out of the arcade. He's like, what in the heck is wrong with you? Needless to say, we did not have another date after that. But, but that's the first time I heard my voice. Wow, and um, Gina was playable in the sequels, but you didn't come back for any additional work. It was no, just like... They, they didn't bring any of us back. Yeah, it's very um, interesting. Well, I, I don't know why. I know. I don't well, know. because... You know... No. You uh -oh. know why? Please Well, don't. because they... Um, what a lot of gaming... Why didn't you bring me back, Corey? Well, just, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want, I'll, I'll explain it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, a lot of times with, uh, with a lot of the... Uh, 
games that happens for like big game companies and stuff like that. You'll come in and you'll do a voice like Jackie or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Sega just owns that like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And um, they they will put that voice in multiple games oh, for, sure. for, for for decades, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's because of buyout. Yeah, because I mean in the case of Crazy Taxi, they just built on the cast. They'd add another three or four characters yeah, 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 every yeah. game. That's true. Um, and we talked about this in the past when I had you on, yes. where I would tell you like you would go to these events, people would tell you how much you love their they yeah. love your character, but I mean, as far as the work you did, it, it was, you know, years ago and you only were in a studio for two hours. It's just amazing that you can do, yeah. not saying it's like a minimal amount of effort, but it's definitely a hey, short am- amount of, effort. of yeah. time. Yes. Yeah, and yet here you are and people are still remembering these characters. Yeah, no, I mean, it's really wonderful. And, you know, for me, like, because I do go to quite a few anime conventions and everything like I told you. And um, it's, I mean, I was just in Saudi Arabia like two weeks ago in Jeddah and so many people there loved Crazy Taxi, and they were like, oh my gosh, you're my childhood, and I'm thinking, eh, is that a good thing, a bad thing? So when you were a little kid, I was already working. How are the drivers out there? Are they, are they crazy drivers? Maybe that's what they were connected. Exactly. Maybe that's maybe the whole. This city is normal has been driving, you know, because there were some crazy drivers. <laughs> so, uh, Corey, yes. you of course play Ryo Hazuki in all three Shenmue games, and from what I've read, it was a much different process uh, for you in landing the role. So, can you tell us briefly how that happened? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on landing the role. On landing the role. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I. I mean. Basically, what they just described is pretty much normal for every game, but Shinmu like came in and broke all of the rules as far as like, because normally they're in a studio alone by themselves doing their voicing. No, in Shenmu we were all together. Like we we had we were able to voice together. Like Eric just we talked did a about lot together. Yeah, because we're in a lot of scenes together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Se- Sega has this huge you know room that you could fit an entire band in. Yeah. You know, and they yeah. had multiple voice actors in there at the same time, which is just completely unheard of most of the time. And um, yeah, so that that was great being able to be with Liesel and you know when we're doing scenes as Joy, to, uh, you know, together. That's yeah. it's like it's cool because vo- uh, voice actors normally don't get a chance to um, to be together to really off each feel other. that energy yeah. off of the next person. You know what I mean? So especially when they're doing a big scene, you know, like the the scene at the beginning of the game. Everybody here has played it, right? No spoilers, right? I mean, a big death scene at the beginning of the game. Um, oh, God! Um, but those, those are really ob- obviously pivotal, important moments, and they wanted the actors to be together, and that's one of the reasons what makes Shenmue so special, you know? Absolutely. That, uh, that we had that opportunity. Um, but as far as landing the role, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So as as you mentioned, I was um, I in another lifetime. I was uh, a, a dancer. Gosh, about twenty years. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was forever ago. I was I was literally doing ballet and modern dance, and I was performing in New York City, and you know, professional doing all that kind of stuff, and. Uh, I um, was looking for some extra work, um, and I saw there was a publication called The Backstage, and it was it was literally a uh, uh, like a newspaper at the time. I don't know if do you guys know what newspapers are. I think it's still yeah. around too. Oh, is it somewhere? Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a physical publication, and they actually have it's almost like ads. You know what I mean? And um, right. it was just a little, just a little, little kind of ad that said, you know, um, and this is another thing too, you're talking about how secretive things are. It didn't say anything about who, who was making it, what the game, what the project was, nothing, nothing. The only thing it said was um, three to four months in Japan uh, for a voiceover uh, and a major video game project. And I was like, hello? Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a 20 year old guy to be like, dude, go live in Amazing. Tokyo and do voiceovers and yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> never done it before, but sure, let's see. And you know, the thing is, is that I'm a you know I'm a longtime stage actor. I had done TV and film and all that kind of stuff. Had never done voiceover before, so I kind of like just brazenly went in and tried to do it. But 
I just pulled upon my, you know, plethora of work that I had done before, plus my love for the genre already. I'm a big video game fan, anime fan, you know, I just just kind of pulled from that love that I already had and just decided to, to go for it. Just kind of, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> go for it, see what happens. So when you when you moved out there then, especially for uh, two, you were kind of like, your character was out of his element. He was yep. in a new country. Yep. Did, you, did you ever, did you pull from your own experiences with that as being someone in Japan? Yeah. Voicing someone yeah. who's going from Japan to China? Yeah. That's a great question. That, so, um, Short answer is yes, absolutely. You know, um, with Hazuki himself, you know, there's uh, I pulled from a lot of my own personal experience. Again, you know, talking about the movies that I loved, old samurai films and stuff like that. That's why Hazuki has that very stoic character. That you know, that 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 tone that he has. I was pulling a lot from old samurai films and the martial art experience that I've had since I've you know I've been seven years old. I'm a constant student of martial arts, and um, and yeah. So when he yeah, when he leaves his home country for the first time in, Shen, in, in Shenmue 2, going to China, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 can, I have that experience of being in, an, in another country where people don't speak your native language and trying to navigate your way around. And sometimes you, you meet some um, nefarious people who take you out, and, you know, take, it's you, like, out take you out drinking, and yeah. then you, you wake up three days later not knowing where you are. And well, let's let's talk about that nefarious <laughs> person. You're training, my son. <laughs> so, so Eric and Corey, so you two first worked together on Shenmue. Eric played two very different characters, yeah. important to Rio's journey. We had the lovable Fukusan, and yeah. then the very cold Chen. Not so lovable. Not so lovable, Chen. I think he's lovable. Um, he's like, I just don't know how to love He's it. just misunderstood. He's just the dirty, dirty Harry of... Yeah, he's, he's the Chinese dirty he's Harry. He's the Chinese dirty Harry. Chinese dirty Harry. So were, were there challenges in playing this dual role in the game? Two di very different characters? Actually, no. It would have been a challenge playing very similar characters. Mm. Yeah. And so I was so happy that the three characters I got in Shamu were so different. Mm. So... <clears throat> you know, I could just be like a nice guy in Fukusan trying to help out Ryo because I'm like a little brother and be careful. You know, I want him to, to be okay and, you know, I'll, I'll take care of Ine-san and you go out and find your dad's killer. And so he's just a nice guy. And whenever I let Fukusan come out to play, to play. <laughs> he, uh, he made me a better person. You know, because he's such a sweetheart. He's just such a nice, good guy. <clears throat> and so when we were first, when Suzuki-san asked me to do the character, <clears throat> you know, I said, do you want this kind of voice, this kind of voice? And he kind of goes a little bit more like this, a little bit more like that. And then just say, he's just a really sweet, kind of naive guy. Yeah. Um, with the, but he still has a lot of passion. And so we, we clicked on the voice, and then, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Once you get it, you got it. And... Um, and then Guizan, I just thought he's just the Chinese Clint Eastwood, you know? Yeah. And so when Guizan speaks, he doesn't really open his mouth. He just speaks through his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and if I just squint a little bit, <laughs> I say, no. Oh. And, you know, he Before says things like, no, that's my line. Water down. You know? That's okay. That was a, that was a QTE. And, uh, failed QTE. You know, he's just fascinating because, like, he'll take on ten guys and his jacket never even comes unbuttoned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I'm just looking at this guy. He's just cool on ice, you know, and just, just that's him. But he, you still, I at least I hope you get the feeling because that's what I had, is that deep down he's a good guy, yeah. you know, and yeah. he's like, you want to learn some new moves or what, you know? He's he's trying to help Rio out, um, but he's kind of getting tired of him being such a piss ant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And he's, he's real dedicated to his father, too. Yeah, because, I mean, he, I think he understands the same kind of father-son relationship. Mm. Yeah. And so I think he, he really sympathizes with Ryo. Yeah, I, I absolutely love Fuku-san. I, I remember when I was playing the game, I must have been in high school, and we would always talk like Fuku-san. Ryo, don't! You know, there's a, a very... He's, I don't know, he almost was like the Millhouse of Shenmue. He is, he is. Um, he is. And some people have said, like, he's kind of too whiny and weeny. And so no, no. I'm like, I, well, that's what I was told to play him as, you yeah. know? And, uh, but, but I didn't feel he was. No. I felt he was just a really... Kind of a 
nice, innocent guy, you know, who's just trying to do his best and, and help out his big brother, you know, kind of thing. Absolutely. And speaking yeah. of uh, his big brother, so when you were working on, on the first game then, would you do all of the interactions between Fukusan and Ryo, like, separate, or would they kind of jump around the script? <laughs> what was around, the... Right? <laughs> it does jump around, because some scenes is just your one-off take line. They just need, you know, they just need 30 lines of just you, because it might be with somebody, it might be with Ine-san, it might just be, you know, you don't know. And they might use that same line in many scenes. Right. Um, so those are just knockoff ones they need you to have in the, in, the, in the tank. So the dialogue trees would kind of be done on their own for each character, and then the then cut scenes Then if the dialogue be... needs interaction I see. between the characters, then we would do that. Right, yeah. especially when you're like cutting each other off. That can always be difficult. Yeah. Like, excuse me, like sometimes you'll have the dialogue cut short, and right. then the character will start talking, and it doesn't really line up. But right. I can imagine. I'll be like, but what do you think about... Come on, Fukusan, stop it, you know? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so Shenmue 2, it brought Liesel into the fold with her role as Joy, <laughs> as well as Shuing Hong, and the villain Yuan. Yuan. So Liesel, how did you find your way into the Shenmue franchise, and do you remember when you first met Corey? Oh. I totally remember. I was like, oh, 21 years old, young boy. I was fresh face. He still looks fabulous. Um, yes, I loved Corey. I loved meeting him. Um, it was fascinating for me, I think, because I don't think I've even actually mentioned this ever, but for me, I grew up in Tokyo. Right, so Tokyo was kind of all that I ever knew. I went to international school, so I mean, obviously I knew a lot of people like me who grew up there, but I think you were one of the first people that I worked closely with that had moved to Japan, who was kinda, you know, young person moved wow. to Japan for like a project like this, and not like in the business, you know, where you get state for yeah. work, or whatever. <laughs> so I think you were one of the first people that, for me, so it was really fascinating for me, because you had a very different path where you were moving from the States to Japan, someplace you had never lived yeah. before. So that was really fascinating for me. And this uh, played up the character dynamic because you're like, over to this hotel, you know. And, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. And I loved, um, and I think I was, I still remember, I think, the audition going to Sega because we did, you know, like Eric was mentioning, like we went to Sega so many times. It was one of my favorite studios to go yeah. to. Yeah. They were very friendly. Like we all knew the engineers. And, you know, of course, in the lobby, they had some of their old school arcade games yeah, and so stuff fun. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was always one of my favorite places to go. Um, so I went. Did you did you got did you audition in person? I I know I went to Sega and I had to audition. You didn't you didn't have I to audition. I don't think I auditioned. I think they just took got me. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So I actually had to go in and read for them, um, and then and then found out like you know what characters I was cast as. So I did have to audition, and there were lots of people there that were auditioning. I think IMO, which is Oof. you know kind oh, of sorry, not a good crazy agency. agency. They just take anybody and just they just put everyone in room. there exactly. <laughs> so they were also there. So they're you know yeah there right. were some freaks and crazies, but. Um, but yeah, it was really wonderful experience for me. And like both Corey and Eric said, a lot of times with video games, you're in there in the booth by yourself, and which is fine. And you know, we'll, we can obviously handle that kind of situation. But when you actually get to interact with someone, there's just a whole nother level of obviously believability, and it's so much fun for us. So did you, did any of you ever interact with the Japanese voice cast? Because they were also recording in the same studios, I'd suspect. No, no? it's still yeah. separately. Right? That's <laughs> never, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I've never really worked with a Japanese voice yeah. actor. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's an educational project, Yeah. and oh. it's a textbook. Right. Yeah. And then they'll say, hi, Ichiban, you know, and it's number one kind of thing. So, so in, in the case of Virtua Fighter 3, weren't you, it was you, but then a lot of Japanese voice actors, correct? Well, we just, it's, but a, you it's were a separate. completely separate game. Right, I got yeah. it. 
Yeah. They record their game, yeah. and then <laughs> months later we record our game. Yeah. Kind of right, because it was, done. it was unique with Shenmue as well, because I, I believe in the Japanese language one, there was a character who spoke English, right? Mark? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, the forklift uh-huh. guy. And it always kind of threw me off, because I, I played the imported version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, so Shenmue, it's synonymous with the Dreamcast, but the English version of Shenmue 2 never actually appeared on the console, uh, though I think fans have made it happen since then. Um, it was the Xbox where your, first, your work first appeared, uh, and later in the remastered versions for modern hardware. So at the time, were any of you aware of where your voices would finally end up? Did, were you aware you were voicing an Xbox game? Yeah. You were? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, remember, I'm a big gamer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big gamer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I had multiple game systems, and, and <laughs> in fact, that was one of my, of course, one of my big motivations of finally picking up the Xbox, because I had multiple systems already, and it's like, okay, it's time to get an Xbox now, because... I want to get myself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, and I had, I had been aware of where... Um, the English voices were going and you know as far as Europe and all that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. concerned or as far as yeah like what we're not getting and you know in the states so yeah I then realized uh, of course through the whole network of awesome Shenmue fans letting us know yeah, yeah where, uh, totally where everything's going to end up as well because yeah. uh, sometimes they'll still tell me things that I'm like oh wow really yeah, I gotta look. Oh, oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, they, Shenmue fans are so awesome. They often know more than I do. They, yes. Yeah, absolutely. They <laughs> There's some in this audience right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Um, that's yeah. That's that's uh, one of the reasons why I picked up an Xbox finally. So. Mm. Wow. Well, they sold one Xbox then. Thanks. Yeah. To, just yep. Yeah. Um, Eric, you continued on in Shenmue 2 as Wuying Ren, uh-huh. uh, a fan favorite character, a new character who acted as a friendly rival to Ryo. I guess in today's language, it would be like the shadow to Ryo's <laughs> Sonic. Um, Frenemies. Yeah, so how did your past work as Fuku-san? It was and, a bromance. Yeah, bromance. <laughs> it, was totally, it was totally bromance. So, so how did your past roles in Shenmue uh, affect your approach to Ren? Was there any connection? <laughs> There, did you try to actively avoid certain character traits to make him unique? <clears throat> well, as we said earlier, they were all three very different characters in personality and things. <clears throat> I think I had to be careful not to let Guizan's voice go. I mean, not to let Ren's voice go over into Guizan mm. because Guizan was like this. And Ren is, I just had to add Ren a little bit, yeah, screw, you know, screw him a little bit there. Add a little alcohol. But, um, alcohol. <laughs> I think that, that helps, yeah. <laughs> but I think one, one time somebody asked me, um, how did you come up with Ren's voice? And I thought it's because of the two Jacks. Because at first I was trying to think of, I, I always try to think like, like Guizan's like Clint Eastwood hmm. kind of thing. And I was thinking, well, Ren's a little bit more kind of a tough, kind of streetwise guy, and, and, but not always so bright, you know? So I'm like, well, when you got a stormy night and you're going down the highway in the Pork Chop Express, <laughs> you know, just tell him Jack Burton's on Jack the line. Burton. You know? And so I thought, uh, Jack Burton, that's good, like, Strong, tough, kind of stupid guy. But means well. Really stupid. And then I thought, well, he, but I, I wanted to make him a little, a little more dimensional. So I, I gave him the second Jack. And so I had him start out like Jack Burton and then end up a little bit like Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. Nice. Because <laughs> I thought he was also a little crazy. Okay. You know? So he starts a sentence like this, and he ends up like this. Sweet. And so that's Ren. Wow. Yeah. Two, the, two, the story the two of the two jacks. The two jacks. <laughs> Have you heard that before? No, that's Me the first either. time. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, during Shenmue 2, there was that epic scene racing through the building, handcuffed. Um, I do believe Yuan was there, so it was really it was a big oh. epic moment for all three of <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. voicing characters. Yes. Did you ever share the studio together for those scenes, all oh, three yeah. of you? Sure. Me and Corey did, but I didn't ever record with. I don't with, think so. Yeah, with, uh, not, not that Yuan, not, not that part. It was never, you know, yeah, it was a challenge. 
duo. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely wanted the two of us together for that scene because um, there's so much going on. There's so much back and forth. There's so much uh, love hate for each other. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's just like that. that And there was a lot of like falling down together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, like we we would have to jump over these things. Yeah, so can you imagine trying to do that separately, right? And we're both like, you know, kind of, you know, because if one of us is going longer, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, so we have to kind of have the same amount of impact and reaction. And And it it helps that we can see each other. Yeah, we would look at each other and go, Um, and like I said, we even actually held, held our arms out yeah. for like yeah. 30 minutes. You yeah. try to hold your arm out for yeah. 30 minutes, it's hard. <laughs> and so we would do that as we were like running and we were like going like this as we're running to get the breath and everything. And I remember we were exhausted after yeah. the handcuff that was, day. A, that was a long day. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Wow. Um, speaking of uncredited roles, are you aware of any like NPCs you might have played in the Shenmue games that people either haven't heard about or... <laughs> Any, oh, I played like mind. 30 NPCs. No, I'm, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was all you. It was yeah. all you. Yeah. Not Actually, a lot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, just, just a real quick. They did. Uh, I, I even asked. I'm like, do you want me to do other characters? I can change my voice. I can do young. I can do old. I remember he, uh, Suzuki himself said, um, "No, we don't want." You. I, he said, yeah. "I don't want you to do anybody else." Yeah. yeah. He said, "I want you to be Hazuki yeah. all okay. the time." And that was yeah. good. Yeah. That makes sense. And uh, you guys, you guys did a ton of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and I don't, you know, remember, remember it. Me neither. Because it's just like dock worker or something, you uh, know? It yeah. just goes like, hey, get out, get, watch out over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Okay, next page. You know? Yeah, I remember, so I, I would stream on, on Twitch, and I'd play Shinmu and, and I'd play a game. I'd be like, okay, everybody, let's see if we can spot Eric. You guys right? <laughs> and, we, and we'd listen, and, and, I'd, and I'd do a dialogue with somebody, and I was like, is that <laughs> I'm like, what do you guys think? What is it? What is it in the chat? Do you think it's Eric? And some people will be like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, let's talk to him again. So I talk to him again, and I'm like, I, but he's kind of got that. He, he got a little bit of Ren in there. Did you hear that? Did you hear that gruff? And they're like, like, no, no, it's not Eric. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So that was the game that we played. I used. To, it's I used like, to where's do. Wally? Yeah. Where's Eric? Where's Waldo? Yeah. But I have had people <clears throat> ask me and send me scenes, mm. like videos. Say, is that you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And then yeah. I, I listen. I'm like, yeah, I think could be. so. It could be. Yeah. Do you recall, ago, Liesl, yeah. do you remember doing any like old ladies in the game? Because I remember I'm encountering, sure I encountering some where I'm like, this, this is not I am. I'm good at old ladies. I am. Where are you going? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I did. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Streaming. I think, it, oh, wait, I think that's Liesl. Yeah. That's her, right? Yeah. But then once more, like you don't know. And then, and, and it's not just even with Shemu, It's like with so many other things. Once more, going back to... We weren't credited. It was before IMDb. I mean, so there's a lot. It was obviously before social media. So we kind of had no way of knowing. And to this day, I still get people come up and say, I'm positive this is you. I'm like, could okay. be. And then, and then, you know, sometimes they tweak our voices a yeah. little bit too. So you never know. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about that. So, Corey, in 2019, you returned to the role of Ryo Hazuki for yeah. Shenmue 3. And with such a gap between two and three, did you find it <laughs> easy or difficult game. to fall back into the role? Um, well, no, because um, we spent so much time. Again, Yu Suzuki asking me not to do anything other than Hazuki. I did first time I was in Japan was there for four months. Second time I was there for three months. I was doing the same character every day for eight hours sometimes. So it's like riding a bicycle, you know what I mean? When, when I got the dialogue, I saw the, I, I was like, oh my, well, of course, it's written down. I mean, that's, that's, that's Hazuki, you know? And I just fell into it, hmm. like, like, a, like a dream, you know what I mean? And it's just like, boom, I'm there, I'm back again. You know? And you could find that voice, find that tone, they didn't have to do any sweetening to no. the... When, uh, so when Yu Suzuki was there in uh, Burbank, um, you know, he came up to me 
uh, after we just did a few lines of recording and we stopped, you know, and he came up to me and he's like, um, I'm so, I'm trying to remember exactly how he put it. Of course it was through a translator, but um, he said something like, I'm so happy to hear that you sound exactly like Rio, you know? And um, I guess it's good that I didn't, you know, smoke 20 packs of cigarettes a day or right, anything like right. that. You know, I try, I try to take care of myself. But, um, yeah, it's, it's very easy for me to fall back into that again mm. just because I've done it so, so much for Absolutely. so long, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's just he, he is still a young character, but he is going through a journey. There's a bit of maturity that he's going through. And so, you know, I, I did change my voice, I mean, just the ever so slight. I mean, if you, if you were to play one and then play three, you would probably mm-hmm. hear it. But from one to two to three, it's just these slightest little tiny differences, you know. I remember in Shenmue 1, um, they wanted me to bring up my voice. Because I have a little bit deeper voice than, than um, Hazuki's normal voice so they just had me bring it up just a, just a pitch mm-hmm. you know and um, and I remember I just as two as two came along I kind of spoke just a little bit more like myself and as three came along he kind of matured a little bit more slightly more emotionally mm-hmm. you know and especially uh, scenes with uh, with the Ren character I remember doing those voices and, and of course remembering you and our scenes together and this, and I, I just had that kind of that more brotherly feeling, you know what I mean? So I remember sometimes we I would do those scenes with Ren and yeah and feel yeah. that feel that brotherly love. And you know, I think or you know, for clash. Rio, Rio is not really an emotional guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's very martial arts, very cool with a kind of a tough, serious dad yeah. growing up. <laughs> You know, he's not like, hey, let's go yeah. do martial arts. You know, he's, yeah. <laughs> you know, a very serious kind of cool guy. Yeah. <clears throat> but when we were hanging out, our characters, when Ren and Ryo were together, Ren is just such a wild card, kind of a cut up, kind of like, ah, screw everything. Let's just kick these guys' ass, you know. And, um, and Ryo kind of loosened up. Mm-hmm. I think when he was with yeah, Ren. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> and so I think you would see him also say, oh, Ren, oh, that Ren, yeah. you know, or something. <laughs> you know? But then he goes and does it anyway, right? <laughs> he, he, would, he would kind of have a little more sense of humor, Yeah, I think. And that, that helped to uh, mm. develop the real character, you think so? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah that was for fun. Sure. And now, Eric, you didn't return for Shenmue 3, but fans wanted you to return so badly they actually patched you back into the game. Yeah, we did a mod. Yeah, that, uh, uh, how did that come Shenmue about? Dojo. How did that come about? <clears throat> fun. It, it, it was fun. Uh, well, they just called me. You know, Shenmue Dojo and Patty and those guys, they, they contacted me. <clears throat> I said, you want to do it? I said, yeah. Anyway, I can't pay anything. I'm like, it's okay. It's fun. I like, I, I like these guys. <clears throat> and so nobody got paid. It was all for the love of Shenmue. Everything. Everybody. So many people worked so mm-hmm. hard on that yeah. for nothing. But the love of doing it. And to see people like you going, yeah, that, that made it better somehow. You know, I, I hope so. Um, <clears throat> so I got to do Ren and then the telephone calls with uh, Guizan and Fuxan. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and... I got to play with my friends again. Yeah. You know, to me, I don't feel like I'm doing the voices. I just feel like they're coming out to play and I get to hang out with them and have fun. You know, and so especially Ren, Ren's my buddy. You know, I'd, I'd go out drinking with Ren any day of the week. He's a good guy. And um, <laughs> he's fun. <clears throat> and so uh, it, was, it was a blast. And I just recorded in my home studio and send them the things. They would send me the videos of the scenes and the mm-hmm. lines. And so I can get kind of a, a, it's already, you know, done. They can't work around me, I have to work around them. And so I had to make sure it fit into that, you know, lip syncing and that part. Um, but I just had such a good time doing it. And everybody worked hard and I think it came out really well. I mean, if you play it, it sounds yeah. like it's really in the game. So I think everybody did so a really good job. Can Absolutely. I, can, I, can I say something real quick? Like. Think about what Eric just said for a moment, right? Like, you know, sometimes you guys go in and you do your, and you do your job and, and you don't know what it is. Yep, and uh, you, you get paid and it's great. I mean, you, you love your job. You love acting. But um, 
sometimes it's sometimes you like you said you kind of forget about it sometimes right mm. but you went in and did Shenmu for free Mm, right. Yeah. I mean, like, would you guys go to your job for free? I mean, like, would you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I mean, if you're a plumber or if you, whatever, right? Like, would you go and work for free for like three or four days? No, right? I mean, if you really loved it, right? Well, see, here's the deal. This is what makes Shenmu a little bit different, right? Like, if you the way that we're talking about it, we actually we really love it. We really care a lot about it, and and, Eric, and the family. Yeah, it's it's it a it's a family. That's what makes Shenmue like really different. That's what. Yeah. That's why he came back after 15 years. Yeah, Absolutely. was because the family said it must come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it really is because of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's that's the only reason. And I think also on this side too, like the cast wise. I feel like we actually really, really enjoy working together. We yeah, actually yeah, yeah. really enjoy each other. Yeah. Like all of us, Paul Lucas, like some of the, you yeah, know, Paul. incredible people that were on this. Like we really do like each other. And I think that, you know, that's a family aspect of it too. And I think there's that synergy between such an incredible fandom, like fan base. You guys have been so supportive. And for us too, we want to work. We would love to work together again at any time, anywhere. You know, so and, I think it's both sides. And Suzuki-san wrote an incredible story. Yeah. Oh yeah, so ahead of you his know? time. So we're interested. Yeah, what's going to happen next? Yeah, <laughs> well, we want to know. Let's yeah. jump to that and, question. And we love those what are stories. your What are your hopes for Shenmue Four? Hopes for Shenmue Four. Well, I wasn't even in Shenmue 3. So. <laughs> Your hope is to be you know, in Shenmue 4. Exactly. <laughs> Start for the I was kind of hoping for the animation a little bit. No, it didn't work. But, uh, so I don't have any hope. But I, I'm still a member of the family. Yeah. You know, I'm still in touch with everybody, like with many of you. And people come to Japan who are, you know, Shenmue fans on their, you know, sojourn or their journey. Go to Doibuita Street and, and Yokohama and everything. And I always end up having a bite or a drink with them. And we hang out and... It's fun. Hash, yeah. Hashtag Kelso for four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. I would love it. Hell, I'd do it for free. How about, how about a Fukusan side story where it's what Fukusan's doing during oh, the events of two and yeah, three? He's, he's getting a dojo going. Yeah. yeah. He's got a he joins the Yakuza. <laughs> so fast. Whoa, that's oh, a, that's crossover. Yeah, there you go. He's like a dragon. Yokosuka. Yeah, he's running Yokosuka oh, wow. now. And then, yeah, come yeah. on, you guys, get more guns. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hazuki's got to come back and be like, "What? <laughs> oh man, Fukushima! What's happening? I left. Look what Time's happened. Times are rough. Got to got adapt. You know, his son's turning tricks on the corner. Oh man! Oh boy! Oh. This took a turn. Man, it's gone down. It's gone down. Well, hey, Yoda, come and save us. I know there's fans in the audience. Some might have questions, so I don't know if we have a microphone for Q and A. Talking to the control panel over there. Or they can just yell it out. Or they can yell it out, and I'll repeat it for the microphone here. So, if you have any questions, why don't you come up here and line up? If you don't, then yeah. And in the meantime, actually, here, yeah. If you have a question, why don't you come on up? Um, or ask it from there. She did. Yeah. Yeah. So Corey's daughter was in Shenmue Three, and how yeah. that came about—that was the yeah. question. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my daughter is uh, an actress, and um, yeah, she's she's kind of started following me a little bit. She's also in dance as well, but she had yeah she had done TV. Um, she had been in a few shows, uh, music videos, a couple of commercials, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, I was doing Shenmue. I was doing. I was actually doing Shenmue Three, and I noticed that there were uh, uh, some kids in the villages and some young young girls around Katana's age. And I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! Yeah. I know a kid." Yeah, in a and she uh, Katana had put together a, uh, a little voice demo, and she had uh, she did an audition. She did a voice audition. She didn't end up getting that one. 
which is, she, it was really good. I don't know why she didn't get it, but maybe they went in a different direction or something. I, it, she surprised me. But I, I actually sent that into the voice director, uh, Bill Black, um, who, was, uh, who was there uh, being the director in, in, there in Burbank. And uh, he listened to her and was like, oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, bring her in. And uh, yeah, she did a couple of different characters. She did a younger character. She did the one that you play hide and seek with. You uh, find her up on the roof. Um, yeah, so that's, that's Katana, my, my daughter. And uh, oh, there's a, there's a scene where uh, Hazuki's uh, doing a QTE and he runs into a, a, a young boy and the boy cries because <laughs> Hazuki runs into him. Oh, uh, that was also Katana. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she, play, she played more characters in Shinmu than I did. So. Wow, yeah. look at that. Yeah, so she, she beat me, you know? That's awesome. And, and she, she did it when she was like 11 or something. So, so cute. Wow. Such a cute girl. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. A great name, Katana. Katana, yeah. Um, if you have any other questions, you can come on up. Otherwise, they are going to be in the, uh, the guest room over there, so you can ask any questions that you may have. Um, otherwise, I had a little game I thought we could play. Oh, if you have a question, oh, why don't you come on oh, up first? Yeah, go ahead. Nice, nice. Come on, like uh, bling, bling. <laughs> uh, so this is for Liesl. Yes. Um, and thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. I. <laughs> um, how difficult is it to jump between voicing fighting game characters for Tekken and Virtual Fighter? Hmm. Um, not too difficult. Like I feel like, uh, so. Say for instance, oh, so Virtua Fighter, um, Sarah is a little bit similar to Joy, I feel. Like they're yeah. actually very close to me. Like I'm a smart ass, as you can probably tell. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of that in Sarah, there's a lot of that in Joy. Um, Nina, um, I feel it has quite a bit similarity to Shuing, actually. Like I had, mm. even though they're very different, but they're extremely serious about things and they're not as smart assy, you know what I mean? So there was, um, but then like doing Christy, uh, Christy and Zafina were kind of different for me, but I think like for the main characters, it wasn't that different. And I think that I carried yeah. yeah, quite a bit. Okay, I don't know if I can also ask for Paul. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's also Tekken Virtual <laughs> Paul and Jackie Tekken. Yeah, very different characters. Yeah. Jackie's kind of like the, hey, come on, you know, and Paul is like, I'm the toughest in the universe. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, such a Tekken thing. It's a very Tekken thing. So the characters are so different. So that was not hard. It was kind of really fun. Nice. But yeah, thanks. Okay, awesome. Thank you for the question. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap things up, I just ran. Oh, we have one more. Oh, the the cameraman has a present. <laughs> yes, Mr. Cameraman. Okay, so what, what sort of say do they have yeah, in yeah, the yeah, script? Yeah. Is it really locked down, or Go can ahead. you kind of deviate from it? I mean, I know Liesl talks about the English that she'll sometimes encounter. Yes. Yes. So actually with Nina, so with Sarah and um, a lot of the other characters, like I had no say. With Nina, actually, it was really fun because I think the first time I went in to record for Nina, it was like in an outside studio, and at that time I was doing a lot of boxing, because hmm. I was really, really into it, and so I, I know exactly, right? Yeah. And yeah, some, I, I've seen some yeah, pictures of you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she was I was lost. so into it. I loved hitting things. I did not hit people, don't worry. But that, that was for my playtime. Um, That's why she wasn't successful in her career. Correct. Oh, correct. The person would yeah. be, ooh, not hit the person. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, and I just remember, it was so funny because I was scheduled to do Nina, 
And I also used to like whiz around on this super pimped out awesome mountain bike, right? That was leopard print, red and black. It was wow. just like awesome. So I roll up to the studio <laughs> just as the people from Nemco Bandai are coming in. And with these huge leopard print gloves, like on my, on my um, shoulder, and they went bonkers. They were like, "Oh, Lisa sounds so much like Nina!" Right? And it was like this funny moment. And and then after that, they did ask me. They're like, "Can you give me give us some lines that you would say?" Right. Smart ass. So I'm like, okay. So it's coming up. I th- like, isn't it past your bedtime? I think like those kind of lines, like I would write them down and yeah. So that was the only time other than that. Like, what about you, Eric? <clears throat> yeah, we, we have to fix broken English sometimes just to repair it, just to make it yeah. so it doesn't sound too goofy. Um, <clears throat> and every now and then we get to write lines. <clears throat> um, we do the acting. So we give the character its character, but um, we aren't the director, and sometimes we will disagree with what mm. we have to do. A lot of times, yeah. But they say, no, we want you to do it that way. And what's we'll say, the okay. Craziest, what's the craziest thing that y'all looked at that they wanted y'all to say for the character? They were like, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you we mean like we a... actually encountered several of those on Shenmue as well. Yeah, what, what weird, was weird like stuff. Do you remember? Um, well, we did talk about the sailors. We did talk about sailors. Oh, I'm looking for sailors. Yeah, because he's yeah. looking for sailors the whole time. And we ha- we actually stopped and we were like, so... It's okay. Yeah, it's it's cool. But, I mean, it sounds yeah. like he's, you know... Looking for sailors. He's looking for a special type of sailor. <laughs> you know. Because, I mean, in the States, uh, you know, we have we have some double entendres and stuff. I mean, even, like... I mean, we all know the village people and all that stuff, YMCA, and in the Navy and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we have, we have a bit more of a culture of that, I think. You know what I mean? So when he's going looking for sailors, we had to talk about it. So just stuff like that. They were like, they were like yeah, we understand, but we want you to do it, it that way. It moves the story along. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I remember, I remember Quis... Oh, man, now I'm going to get into it. Get into it, get into it, get into it. Quizon was That's teaching okay. him the swallow... Do you remember that? There yeah, was the that's, swallow that's technique. That's where we're on the docks. <laughs> yeah. And I said, do you want to screw around or do you want to learn a new move? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I was just, we were just, I remember that day we were laughing you, about I'll him looking for sailors and Guizan teaching him to swallow. Yeah. It was just so bad. Wow. And not, now, I'm get, now I'm getting warm just thinking about it. I mean, it's, <laughs> and, and I think it was a T-rated is, game, not an M-rated game. I know, I yeah. know. And when you're in the studio, you're in this box. People are looking at you through this glass. You're in like kind of a fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> and the air goes thin sometimes. And you got, you're just paper at page after page. And it's a microphone here. And you get a bit silly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. get a bit stir crazy kind of. And after a while, you just go, <laughs> you, get, you kind of get the giggles. Oh, yeah. boy. Think so, yeah. So sometimes it's really funny. We have to, <sighs> okay, let's do this. Yeah, especially when you work in Japan, you've been working in Japan for a long time, you already know that there could be some English in your future soon. <laughs> like in the movie Lost in Translation? Which yeah. I was in, thank you very much. Well, she was in that. Remember the, remember the, Which? the end of hot, the movie? Hot business lady. I know, sexy businesswoman. Where oh, Bill sexy. Murray is at the el- in the hotel at the elevators, and this hot blonde woman walks up to him and says, oh, you're that guy, aren't you? Kind of, that yeah. was her. Excuse me, you're, aren't you Bob Harris? Oh my gosh, I'm such a big fan of yours. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, shut up, woman. And he leaves. So. <laughs> and he's the first person I ever saw that movie with. Remember? <laughs> it was Eric. They gave, her, they gave her a preview video copy before it came out in theaters. And I went over to her place, we had a drink, and we watched the yes. movie. And that was fun, thank you. Nice. So fun, that was so fun. Nice. Thank you. Oh, Patrick. Oh, there we go. Watch the mic. Watch the microphone. Okay. Okay. Do we do it together? No, just kidding. One at a time. Okay, yeah, Yahoo. Okay. Yeah! Come on! Yahoo! 
your mama now. And could we get a, an I see from Corey? <clears throat> Super cool. Throat loss. Yes, take, 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 take. I see. <laughs> well, thank you so much to our panelists here. Thank you. We have Liesl Wilkerson, Eric Kelso, Corey Marshall, the voices of Shenmue, and many more. Thank you so much for joining us. They will be in the other room over there. You can ask any other questions and get autographs and all those sorts of things. Thank you, Barry. Yeah. Thank you for hosting. And thank you guys all for coming. We thank really appreciate so it. Much, thank guys. you for thank your support you. over the years.